welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 91, Head Down. At the beginning of this year, when I was putting together my 2023 goals, and if you want a glimpse into that process, Get a copy of the 2023 Goal Setting Guide, free link in the show notes if you haven't already. It's about high time, we're about halfway through the year. But when I was doing that, when I was putting together my goals list, I was going through the seven commitments and for each category thinking about what's the highest priority item in this category. Do I want to set a goal for this category for this year? And when I got to the mind category, I looked at my 10-year goals and realized that Eventually, within the next 10 years, I want to be able to speak a number of languages. And so far, I have two of them under my belt, right? Used to be three, but when I was about five years old and I was fluent in Turkish, my mom put me in German kindergarten because we were in Germany and the Turkish is now completely gone, which is fine. I don't need it. Good riddance. But at this point, I'm a native speaker in English and in German. But my German has gotten a little rusty, so at the beginning of this year, I decided I would try to read through, I think it's three German books this year, is the goal that I set. And I still have a number of books that I had from when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13. One of those books is called Momo. It's a very famous German literary classic by a man named Michael Ende. And I decided to start with that one, and I've been reading it for about four months now, right right at the beginning of May, and I'm almost done with it. Well, when I got to page 38, I came across a very interesting philosophical point, believe it or not. And that's one of the things that's so interesting about this book, is that there's a lot of interesting and beautiful philosophy in here. Now, today's field log is called Head Down. And it's inspired by what I read on page 38. Now, I have the book here next to me. And, you know, as usual, well, rather, usually, I would just read the inspiration or the reference for that day's field log, and then we talk about it. Now, of course, this book is in German. I'm going to assume that most of you, if not all of you, don't speak German. So we're going to... uh, MacGyver this a little bit. I'm going to read the passage, but not in German. I'm going to try to translate it in real time, which is going to be a test of the current German abilities that I have. Now, this might end up being a little painful, so please bear with me and try as best as you can to forgive my amateur translation skills. But to set the scene, we are at the, I think it's the old amphitheater. It's this ruin. There is an old man whose name is Beppo, and he's a street sweeper. That's his profession. And there's a young girl. Her name is Momo. She is an orphan. She doesn't know who her parents are. She lives at the amphitheater. Momo has this ability to get people to just talk and talk and talk about their deepest thoughts, and she usually pulls out very interesting things out of people. It's just the gift that she has. So Beppo is talking to her about sweeping streets. And it goes... You see, Momo, he said, for example, it's like this. Sometimes you have a very long street in front of you, and you think, it's so terribly long, I could never sweep the entire thing. Then Beppo looked 
for a while ahead of, ahead of himself silently. And then he continued. And then you start to go as quickly as you can. And you go quicker and quicker. And every time when you look up, you notice that the street doesn't seem to be, the work ahead of you doesn't seem to be diminishing. There is more and more still. And you try harder and harder. And then eventually you start to be afraid. And at the very end, you're completely out of breath. And then you can't keep going on like this. But the street still isn't done. And you can't do it like this. Then Beppo thought for a while. And he continued. You can never think about the entire street. You understand? You can only think about the next step and the next breath and the next sweep of the broom and always just about the next thing. Then he paused for a minute before adding and then it brings you joy and that's very important. Then you'll do the job well and it has to be like that. So what's Beppo talking about here? He's talking about the two different ways you might approach an enormous task, right? And in, in his case, it's sweeping a very long street, which seems like a silly example, but it's quite beautiful if you ask me because of how, how simple it is, what he's talking about. And he's saying that most people, when faced with an enormous task, get a little bit of anxiety. And they think because the task is so big, I have to try so hard. And I have to go as fast as I can and constantly looking up how much progress have I made, how much progress have I made. And ultimately, because the pace you're striking is not the pace that's going to help you do the entire street, you're going to eventually get out of breath, you're going to feel exhausted, you're going to get this terrible anxiety, and when you're finally completely out of breath and you can't keep going anymore, you'll look up and it'll feel like you've barely made a dent in the work that needs to be done. He says, rather, what you have to do is not think about the entire task, but just the next step, the next breath, the next sweep of the broom. And for context, the book describes how Beppo's technique was always one step, one breath, one sweep, and repeat. And that's how he would slowly and meticulously work his way through his work for the day, whatever streets he had to sweep that day. Now, I think that this is a very beautiful concept, even spiritually, you know, before we get into the sort of practical implications of this and why today's vlog is called Head Down, and I'm sure you can start to imagine why that is. But spiritually, I remember hearing the story about some man who, I forgot what his backstory was, I vaguely remember the details, but I remember that he'd done something. I think he may have been some sort of prisoner at some point, or maybe he was a criminal. But he ended up at a monastery. And the job he was given was just to clean dishes, right? Maybe it was something like that's all they trusted him with, or he was given the most menial task for some reason or another. Well, he would use his entire day cleaning dishes and praying, right? He would use that time cleaning dishes to pray. And in the monotony of the menial task that he was engaged in, he found God. So I think the process that Beppo is describing in the book is in some ways something that we should all use for 
being present, right? And this is something we've talked about before. Now, beyond the sort of poetic beauty of the idea, and of course, again, please forgive me for, you know, translating in a haphazard way. And I think there was a part in the middle where I got completely stuck and wasn't quite sure how to translate. I hope that didn't take away from it for you. And if you want, by the way, for what it's worth, there is a movie adaptation of, of this book, which I think you can find the English version on YouTube. Now, the quality is very low because the movie is very old, but I remember enjoying the movie a lot when I was a kid, right? The story is also very beautiful. But now that we have this general idea of how to tackle big tasks, what are we talking about today, right? What is head down? Why are we making a field log about some passage from some children's book that I read in probably the sixth grade, maybe the fifth grade, something along those lines? Well, it's because this idea of keeping your head down and focusing on the next task and on the next task and focusing on whatever is at hand and not constantly thinking about the end result is something that you, as a man living the warrior king life, will have to do if you actually want to win. Right? I'm going to go out on a limb here for a minute. And I'm going to say that if you don't do it this way, you're going to fail. I'm going to say that this technique is necessary, if not sufficient, but necessary to achieve your goals. It's not possible to become the man you're supposed to be and to achieve the things that you're trying to achieve if you're always trying to hurry and you're always looking up and measuring your progress again and again and again. Right? One of the things I've said before, and I'll say it again now, when it comes to weight training, right? physical exercise, when it comes to physical excellence even, you focus on performance and the physique will take care of itself. Right? And that's not an original quote. I read that on Instagram, but it's absolutely true. If you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror every day, 10 times a day, and you're weighing yourself every day, 10 times a day, and you're measuring your waist and you're measuring your arms and constantly doing that, you're going to drive yourself crazy. But if all you focus on is, okay, what do, I, what do I need to do today? I need to get four servings of protein, right? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and bedtime protein. They need to be 40 grams of protein each. I need to take my Tonkat Ali, probably in the morning. And today is one of my three training days this week. I need to go to the gym and train. There are six things I need to do today. Four meals, and three of those you, you would have eaten anyway, right? Because most of us eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. For context, breakfast for me is just protein, right? It doesn't have to be breakfast, breakfast. Just first meal of the day. Four meals, one serving of supplements, right? Tonka Ali also recommend, obviously, creatine, right? It's the other supplement you should be taking. And then a training session. And then four days of the week, there won't even be the training session. You focus on that. You live your life. You go to work, you come home from work, you hang out with your friends, you hang out with your, your wife and your kids or whoever you have. You go to church, you call your parents, you do all that stuff, you get your four meals a day, you get your supplements, you train. Don't think about it. And eventually, before you know it, someone's going to say, hey man, you've been working out. You look bigger. You look good. Right? You're going to get compliments. You're going to say, I guess I am getting bigger. You'll look back at your training logs and you'll realize that you've been getting stronger. You've added 50 pounds to your bench, 100 pounds to your bench. Don't obsess over the pace. Don't obsess about how close you're getting to your goal. You should only be measuring your progress at regular intervals to make sure you're doing things right. Right? For me, 
That's if it's for quarterly goals, I measure the progress once a week. If it's for annual goals, I measure it once a quarter. If it's for weekly goals, I check in once a day, right? But the weekly goals are very simple. It's just the tasks that need to get done that day is go to the gym, eat four times a day, take my supplements. That's your life. And we've talked about this before, right? That the process is life. So the way you're going to make that bearable is by falling in love with the process. And I know this is starting to sound familiar. You keep your head down. Don't look up. Don't look to the end of the street and freak yourself out over how much time you have ahead of you. Right? I'm currently working on a six-year plan for my business. And when I started the document, I thought, wow, six years is such a long time, right? It seems like this insane time horizon. And then I realized that it's already been six years since I became a full-time employee, right? Since I, well, no longer employee, but since I started working full-time, it's been six years. Because in May of 2017, I graduated. It is now 2023, May of 2023, as I'm recording this. So it's been six years and those six years have flown by. I didn't like keep looking ahead to, oh, when is 2023 coming? I'll keep looking at 2023. No, it just came. And next thing I know, another six years will have passed and it's going to be 2029, right? That's a crazy number to say, but it's, it's going to come. So whatever time horizon you have ahead of you, whatever you're planning for, whatever your task is, why do you, you set your yearly goals? I remember when I set my yearly goals at the beginning of this year, and I've been doing this for so long, that yearly goals, you always think, oh, you can achieve so much, right? We always overestimate what we can achieve in a year and underestimate what we can achieve in five. And now it's been a third of the year has already passed. And next thing I know, the other third will have passed. The next thing you know, it'll be December 31st, 2023, and it'll be 2024. So you need to not think about when will I be done and when will the time pass because the time is going to pass. No matter what you do, no matter how it feels, no matter how slow or how quick it seems, the time is going to pass. So the best thing you can do is to use the passage of that time. You can think about it like a river, right? You can stand in front of the river and look at the river and say, man, the river is moving so slowly. Or say, the river is moving so quickly. And as you're staring at it and thinking about how quickly it's moving and all that stuff, it's still moving. So the best thing you can do is just to get into a boat and get on the river. And the river is going to do all the work as long as you're staying in the boat. And in this metaphor that I literally just came up with, the boat is just you doing the work, keeping your head down. And now you could keep your head down and, and row, right? Maybe you're helping the river out a little bit. Let's say that's the work, rowing a little bit. Or you can look up the entire time as you're rowing and say it's still such a long way to the end of the river. But you're going to get there. It's going to happen as long as you keep doing what you're supposed to do. Check the sail, row, do other boat-related things. I don't know anything about sailing, obviously. So you have two options as you're working towards your Warrior King pursuits, as you're working towards your purpose, as you're working towards becoming the man that God is calling you to be. You can show up every day and the only thing you think about on a day-to-day basis is just the next step. Right? In the book, 
Beppo shows up every morning. He's given his assignment of which streets he's going to sweep that day. And then he gets to work. So he looks up one time, right? He gets his assignment one time, goes to the street, looks at the street and says, this is what we're sweeping. And then he puts his head down, takes one step, one breath, one sweep, rinse and repeat. So when it's time for you to plan at the beginning of a quarter or the beginning of a week, you're going to look ahead a little bit. You're going to make a plan, plan of action, think about what you need to do, identify the street, if you will, and then your only job is to show up and do the work. That's all you have to do. Show up and do the work. The only way you can fail is if you stop. Right? If you put in the time, if you keep your head down, if you do what you're supposed to do, success is guaranteed. Now, you know, you could die or something along those lines, God forbid. But the thing is, barring some freak accident, if you show up and do the work, I guarantee, guarantee you'll get it. Guarantee you'll make it. Guarantee you will become it. Because no one else is doing that. Consistency is so difficult, right? For someone who has a podcast where six days a week, we talk about consistency. Even I have demonstrated lack of consistency, right? And we're about... 90 episodes and now this is episode what 91 right and if you count the introduction that makes 92 field logs and we've missed i don't know five six seven maybe eight something along those lines which is close to 10 percent of what we've recorded we've missed so if you work on consistency and you iterate and you stay consistent that's the key to success that's how you make it by keeping your head down by taking the next step, the next breath, making the next sweep of the broom. Now, as per usual, at the end, we like to focus a little bit on how do you actually do this? Since everything that we talked about today is relatively familiar to you, we just sort of presented it in a different light, right? Using a piece of literature to kind of get the point across, right? A lot of times I like to repeat myself. I'm sure you've noticed because it helps the ideas sink in, right? The whole point of the Field Log Podcast is to give you this daily reminder of the same ideas. So a lot of times topics are very similar. We mention the same books, the same stories, the same ideas, you name it. So we've talked about this before. How do you do this stuff? You build habits, right? Atomic Habits, it's come up a million times. If you haven't read it yet, if you haven't gotten the audiobook version, honestly, shame on you. I couldn't speak more highly of this book. You have to read it. It's so powerful. But if you still haven't, just use those techniques. Start small, right? We talked about this, what was it, two days ago? Check in my list here. Uh, major and major things, right? That was, okay, so three days ago. We talked about this idea of building up your habits slowly. If you want to become the kind of man who keeps his head down, you have to make everything second nature. Right, And you will begin to sort of get wrapped up in a flow state as you're doing things. And you're going to learn to enjoy it. Right, The process is your life. You just pick the process. Life is always process. Life is never destination. So your process can be doing the work, advancing in your wealth building potential, advancing in your physical excellence, mastering your craft, developing your mind, building your relationships, enjoying some time for leisure. Right, And of course, at the very tippy top, praising God and serving Him. Or your life can be 
finding the next Netflix show. That can also be your life. The time is going to pass whether you like it or not. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to show up? Are you going to do what no one else is willing to do? Are you going to change your life? Change the lives of the people around you? Become an asset? I got probably one of the top three compliments I've ever gotten in my life last weekend. I was talking to a very close friend of mine who recently started dating a girl. And um, he was in the beginning a little interested in the Warrior King methodology. He fell off at some point, And of course, that's his choice, right? This isn't for everybody. Well, the relationship didn't go so well. It didn't last very long. And she broke up with him. And then as God would have it, right? I would say as luck would have it, but of course we don't believe in luck. As God would have it, he and I got a chance to catch up in detail very soon after that. And usually when I talk about these things, I'm very gentle and very suggestive. But with him that day, I chose to be very frank. Still loving, of course, but frank. I said, look, what happened to you is very painful. I know that because I've been through it many, many, many times. God knows how many. But it was good for you because it made you realize that there's something you want in this world that you are not capable of having yet. You want a relationship with a girl who's, who's beautiful, who's for you, who, who you're for, those things. And we talked about that. We talked about it for a good minute. I said, you know, where did it go wrong? What have you learned? What has changed? What's your action plan moving forward? And we talked about that. Conversation was long. It was maybe one, two hours. At the very end, when he was going his way, I was going my way. There were two other guys there. He shook my hand and he said, thank you for everything that you do for us. You don't hear it enough. And that, I will tell you, that tugged on my heartstrings. That was to know that all of the work that goes into the project, all of the work that goes into helping my guys be the best that they can be. And of course, you know, for myself as well. And for all of you out there who are listening to this, who I may or may not have met yet. To know that it's making a difference. And if you want to be that person, and you absolutely can, I always tell my guys that all of them have way more potential than I do. Right? They're going to achieve greater things than me because they haven't made all the mistakes I've made. And I just believe in them more than I even believe in myself. All of you have the ability to be that person if you're willing to do the work. So today, there's only one thing that I'm asking you to do. There's only one thing that you need to do. After you're done listening to this in the morning, you know, as you're getting ready, making your bed, brushing your teeth, drinking your coffee. Today, you're going to put your head down. You're going to work. And tomorrow, you're going to do the same thing. And the day after that, you're going to do the same thing. And then again, and then again, and then again. And then, of course, rest on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day. And you're going to keep doing that for the next five to ten years. And then we'll reassess. You make that commitment to yourself today. And I'll make that commitment to myself when I hear these words. So when you're tempted to look up and to despair and to freak out and to get fearful, Remember, you're only going to do one thing today. You're going to keep your head down. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. 
You can find me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day. <laughs>